If we're asking for certainty, which we are, where does one find it? In another human being? In an occupation? In a bank account? Where? Conflict only exists when there's separation, when there's a division between a challenge and our response. Kindness is a pathless journey. Love is a pathless journey. We can't technique our way into these spaces. This is the Anonymous Creativity Podcast. A selfish mind can never become an unselfish mind. What it can do is realize its own selfishness. And the moment the mind realizes for itself what it is, not imagine what it should be, is the moment this selfishness dissolves. Hello, and welcome to the Anonymous Creativity Bonus Sessions. Each season, I record two extra episodes for those who wish to continue inquiring into the nature and structure of our daily lives. For those listening now, I thank you for your continued support. This week's episode on movement is entitled, The Pursuit of What Should Be. So why are we in constant search mode? Why do we constantly seek for an ideal everything, both physically and psychologically? And just when we think we've realized these ideals, why do we become content with our position in life? Why do we continuously follow this narrow groove within an otherwise empty and shallow life? Why? I think it's fair to say that our everyday pursuit of something, of something other than what is, is actually the pursuit of what we think should be. And this is the essence of a, of a shallow mind, a shallow existence. Not good, bad, right, wrong. There's no categorizing here. It's just an observation. I only want to go so deep in questioning my, the meaning of life, why I live like I do. Yes? No judgment. Because a mind like this, a shallow mind, is going to do what it wants, right? Always searching for answers outside themselves, right? Like meditate this way, practice yoga at this way, at this time, wake up at this morning, do these habits, do these journalings. Think about, visualize, affirm the ideal future you in this way, right? But no matter what the mind does from this shallow space, it will remain shallow because all of these to-dos are coming from and are born from this shallow existence. A selfish mind can never become an unselfish one. You say, what? What this selfish mind can do is realize its own selfishness. And the moment the mind realizes for itself what it is, not imagine what it should be, that's the moment that this selfishness dissolves. And when we see this, when we understand it, not intellectually, but really feel it with our entire being, our seeking comes to an end. The search comes to an end. It's effortless. I don't need to take a course. I don't need to uh, um, 
to read a book on, on how not to be selfish or whatever the case may be. But this is what we're doing. This is how we're living. Most of us, the majority of us, we're impatiently looking for answers before we've had a moment to understand what it is we're actually running away from. So the seeking, the searching becomes an escape, doesn't it? And many of us will argue that if I stop seeking, the result of that is my mind's going to become stagnant. It's going to go to sleep. The reality is the mind, perhaps for the first time, is going to face what's actually there. And if we go into this a bit, a bit deeper, in order to go into this a bit deeper, we can't come at it with this seeking mindset, which is challenging because this is how we've been trained our entire life, right? Trained to give a lot of effort in trying to discover something. To discover anything is going to require tremendous amounts of effort. You want to achieve something? You want to become successful? You want to be ambitious? That takes effort. You got to put in the time. You've got to put in the work. What if it's the opposite? What if it all that's needed is is a still mind? Is a very sharp mind, is a very quiet mind. And from this shallow space, from this conditioned space, we say, yes, no, no, no. I I have a still mind. I, I'm able to control my thoughts through these various practices that I've done over the years. I've shelled out tremendous amounts of effort to become still, right? But this stillness, this sharpness, this quietness that we've cultivated under the auspices of control is still coming from this shallow space. It's only that deep. All the effort that we've put into this, the years and years, and this is hard because you realize what there's an understanding of I've been doing for so long and it's all superficial because through it, there's a constant trying to get somewhere. Even putting this content out into the world, I've had to ask myself, am I trying to get somewhere with it? Is there some goal at the end of the, at the, end of the day? Do I have an ultimate motive? Is there an attempt to be seen, to be noticed, to give purpose, to, to ultimately become someone, to be famous? I ask these questions long before actually creating it, rather than putting it out into the world. It wasn't just casual questioning, because in deep diving into, this, into these questions, I finally understood why earlier attempts at putting anything into the into the space felt inherently false because it was false. And maybe this is all false. <laughs> and only even prior to that, all the meditations, all the workshops, all the yoga classes, they're, 
Were they an escape from actually what was happening with both inwardly and outwardly? There were always goals. There were always habits. There's always, you know, journals. There's always affirmations. There's always futurizing, visualizing, always somewhere, anywhere but the present. There's this belief that when we do all these things, we're advancing on our spiritual quest, whatever that means. With every new experience, that could be the experience that provides me with insight of enlightenment, of meaning, purpose of life, right? Which these new experiences really aren't new at all. How can they be? They're just modified versions of our past dressed up as the present. Before we can even be present or be aware of the presence, we're, we're off in the future somewhere. We're off accumulating fans, homes, cars, wisdom, all the rest. I, I started to think, well, this is all nonsense. Why am I... This, this, is this life? So in facing this tremendous amount of effort that we shell out daily in the pursuit of this better version of ourselves that we've created from this shallow space, this better version of the world which we've created from this shallow and this narrow groove, which is one and the same, so the outcome is the same. It's, it's a limited, narrow, petty mind. And once we see this judgment-free, We come to to understand a mind like this can can never be sensitive, can never be sharp, can never be quiet. This truth we must be faced. If we don't, there's a continuation in our repetitive, superficial existence, masked as something bigger, something else. Always new, always outside me. Me, 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 me. All of our effort pooled into becoming, denying, resisting. And many, most, if not all, won't agree with this. But I've come to understand it's not a matter of agreement or disagreement, that this is just an obvious psychological fact. And we must see it for ourselves. It can't be pointed out by another, which is what we've become trained to seek out. Tell me what to do, how to do it. There is no pattern, there is no practice, there's no method to follow, to see the truth. Truth is a pathless journey. And one must see it actually. One must feel it actually, not just hear it verbally or, or understand it intellectually. Even, even seeing when our minds ask, well, how do I get out of the shell? How do I, be, how do I start to think more deeply? Or not even think, how do I begin to understand more deeply? To just simply observe this, again, free of judgment, that there's the implication of effort being asked from a shallow mind of how to start a program that will over time get me to be something else. 
just to see that that's that's the action the seeing is in the action and that's effortless we've made a passage with everything you want to have a more still mind if you do this for x amount of years over that length of time you will eventually have that be that stillness and there's that passage of time what we're saying is take out the passage that seeing that action of seeing with your full self understanding with your full self there is no passage it just is (laughs) and when we're actually aware of this then we see that the mind itself realizes that it can't do anything about itself. It can only perceive. It can only see things as they are in all its violence, in all its brutality, in all its, its, its ruthlessness. No distortion. It doesn't bring opinions to the fact. It simply observes. And that, that is extremely difficult, isn't it? It's extremely difficult simply because our minds are trained to do what? To, to compare, to condemn, to compete, to justify, to identify. Identify itself with, with what it sees. And so the mind is never capable of seeing things or people exactly as they are. The mind is never capable to live with a feeling as it is. Because there's always an escape. Jealousy. Ambition, greed, envy, whatever the feeling, to just live with it, free from any distortion, free from any opinion, free from any judgment. But the interesting thing is, is this this requires, in order to, to actually see this fully, this requires a mind that has the energy to follow the movement of the fact. Because facts are never still. They're always moving. They're living. But we're always trying to make them still, aren't we? We want to hold on to them within an inch of their life. We want to lock them up in a a cage. We want to admire them through through our opinions and our judgments. And so a mind that is aware of all of this, of the futility of effort, can also see and understand that no effort is one in the same. That the student that makes an effort to learn never actually learns. They may acquire knowledge, you may acquire, uh, obtain degrees, but that they're far from learning anything. Learning is something beyond effort. Learning is something far beyond knowledge, accumulation and all. And a mind aware of this fact clear of distortion, clear of bias, to look at ourselves and the world as we are with all the hopes, despairs, um, fears, anxieties, sufferings, longings, failures, frustrations, and all the rest makes the mind incredibly, incredibly sharp, able to follow all the energy to follow the movement of these facts. 
our minds have become dull generation after generation after generation handed down they become dull through our beliefs they become dull through our ideals they become dull through our habits the habits that never seem to end another book here another method here our only concern the mind's only concern is is the pursuit of its own growth at any cost the pursuit of its own enlargement becoming someone becoming something but to follow facts our mind can't be dull it has to be incredibly sharp it must cut through all of our conditioned responses because the fact is never still. Life is never still. <laughs>